Good morning, this is Tom Dunlap with another episode of the Black Letter Podcast Monday Morning Minute. This week we're going to talk about de-extinction. De-extinction is the controversial reality of bringing an extinct species back to life from genetic material. It's also called resurrection biology and species revivalism. It's the process of generating an organism that is actually an extinct species as a new creature, generally through the process of cloning. From the pages of Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park, which I'm sure you've all read, or at a minimum you've all seen the movie, that had Jeff Goldblum resurrecting dinosaurs, de-extinction has become reality. So what are the legal and ethical implications? Well, I'm going to briefly delve into this because with like any crazy new science or crazy new thing, like we talked about AI over the past few weeks, and we've talked about other biopiracy, as technology advances, law and ethics have to advance with it. So first question, what is the legal status of a de-extinct creature? Is it wildlife? Is it a genetically modified organism? Uh, and whose property is it? So these questions are entirely necessary. The definitions we've relied on for centuries don't fit the bill because this is a new thing. Nobody's brought back something from the dead, literally, and created a, a creature that previously existed into a new creature. So is it the scientist and the company that spent the time and money to resurrect the creature? There's a Supreme Court case from 2013, Myriad, that talked about the fact that you can't own a living creature's real DNA, something that wasn't created in a lab, but you can own cDNA or lab-created genes. So what is a de-extinct creature's genes if it was created in a lab, but it was created from a de-extinct creature? Is the de-extinct animal itself now a pet of the company? Is it livestock? Uh, who actually owns the animal, and what are obligations to this animal? So that's the second question. What about the Endangered Species Act? I mean, presumably, if you bring back the woolly mammoth, there is one of them. And that seems like it would be pretty endangered if you've brought back one or maybe two of these animals. Is it suddenly automatically protected? Uh, I mean, could the woolly mammoth in this case that I'm making up, this example, could it be considered non-native or an invasive species? The challenge here is that most current endangered species law, the way they're written, define an endangered species based on population trends. So if you created a single animal, it probably, as the law is written, not be covered as an endangered species, but we only have one of them. So another interesting quandary we'll have to deal with. And finally, third, I talked about biopiracy and bioprospecting a couple weeks ago in my podcast. And if you remember that show, that's all about who owns the rights to genetic material. There's two pieces of genetic material in question here. One is the genetic material that comes uh, from wherever, maybe the egg of a dinosaur or the embryo of a woolly mammoth that was frozen. So somebody's got to own that and the lab that creates the animal. Then do they have the rights or does the owner or the country or wherever this original genetic material come from own that? And then who owns the genetic material of the animal after it's created? What if there are uh, new drugs and therapies that could come from a de-extinct species, maybe a de-extinct plant species or amphibian species? Who knows? Anyway, these are all huge, huge issues. And there are other issues about habitat. Where do these things get to live? Ecological repercussions, if they're invasive, and ethical issues about our obligation as humans to bring back species we have killed off, like the dodo. And I think technically we also killed the woolly mammoth, but that was like 10,000 years ago. Still, humanity did it. So suffice it to say, there are huge challenges for science, but also for law, ethics, and environmental stewardship. Before I go today, think about there's one de-extinct creature to date that I could find in brief research. Apparently, the Pyrenean ibex or ibex, known as the Bokatin, uh, was de-extincted. 
And I don't know what they've done with that, but think on the woolly mammoth and what you would do with a woolly mammoth if presented with all of these legal and ethical questions. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoy your week. And for the love of all the Tully, tell your friends and coworkers to follow the Black Letter Podcast and download our shows to get more crazy, interesting, and random content that delves into law, ethics, and our lives. Thanks for joining me today.